Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, Night Must Fall. The starring players... This is James Cagney. This is Rosemary DeCamp. And this is May Whitty. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in Emlyn Williams' fascinating study of a psychopathic mind, Night Must Fall, adapted from the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer picture. It stars Rosemary DeCamp as Olivia, James Cagney as Danny, and Dame May Whitty as Mrs. Bramson. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Night Must Fall. still hear him sometimes. I can still hear him whistling that tune. It's only in my mind, I know. But I'm like a child that's been left alone in the dark. Frightened. Terrified. Till I think I'm going mad. I know now that it began for me with that little paragraph in our local paper. A tiny item that didn't concern me. But somehow, I never knew why. I was secretly disturbed. I remember that I turned to my aunt and said, Auntie, the papers say a woman has disappeared from the summer hotel. A Mrs. Chalfant. A Mrs. Chalfant? What's that to us? We don't know her, do we? No, but, but suppose something's happened to her. Suppose she's been... Oh, now you're going to say she's murdered. Rubbish. 
I'll have another one of those chocolates. My aunt was like that, always sharp and irritable. She wasn't well, you see. At least she'd convinced herself she wasn't. A professional invalid who loved her wheelchair. She'd been in a horrible mood that morning. Dora, the maid, had broken several cups. That had meant a scolding, of course, and a threat of dismissal. The girl had cried and said she hadn't been herself. She'd been having trouble with her gentleman. <laughs> He's a page boy, Mum. Over to the hotel. He's been treating me fair awful, yes. A good-for-nothing scoundrel. Oh, he's really not. He's mighty sweet when he wants to be. And nice, too, Mum. They call him Babyface. Babyface, indeed. Huh. I'd like to give him a piece of my mind. Mrs. Bromson, would you... Would I what? See him? Talk to him? He said he'd be dropping over this morning. Maybe if you had a word with him, Mum? Yes, I certainly will. You send him in when he gets here, Dora. I'll deal with him, all right. <laughs> just before noon when he came. There was something about him from the very first. Smiling, familiar, almost but not quite insolent. An unlit cigarette in his mouth. And then when he spoke... Morning, folks. Well, so you're a baby face. That's me. Silly name, isn't it? Huh. You smoke, I see. Yes, my mic. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm always forgetting me company's, company manners. I, I, I'll put it right out. Well, then... You know why I've sent for you. Yes, ma'am, I think so. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, I am. Then you might as well... What's the time? Half after eleven, I think. Olivia? Uh, yes, Auntie? You've forgotten my medicine again. It's half an hour late. I'm so sorry. I have it right here. You know it doesn't do me any good unless it's taken regularly. That's right, Mum. A lady that's delicate like you has got to be watching herself she has. Indeed, I must. And I'm thankful someone recognizes it. Here you are, Auntie. Filthy stuff. Say, why don't you eat one of, eat one of them chocolates, Mum? Some candy would be taking the taste away. That's an excellent idea. Olivia, you'd never think of suggesting that. All you want from Mrs. me Wilson, is... Mr. butcher's here. Oh, very well, Dora. I'll be right out. Uh, would you like me to wheel you, Mum? I can wheel myself, young man. You wait here with my niece. I'll only be a moment or two. I'll bet she's something to be living with, all right. Especially for a girl like you. Must get pretty lonesome, eh? Look, there's one thing you may as well understand. I happen to be employed by my aunt, but I'm not quite in Dora's position. You don't like me, do you? No. Well, everyone else does, including Mrs. Bramson. If you think you can annoy me by playing up to my aunt... Oh, you're not. You may as well forget it. It won't get you anywhere. It won't, eh? And would you like to bet me? He was very sure of himself. Sure of my aunt... And, yes, I can say it now, sure of me, too. It was almost frightening to watch him spin his web. The eager attention when my aunt spoke, the shrewd little flatteries, the mock humility. Before he left that morning, she'd offered him a job. That very afternoon, he moved in. I remember I was sitting with my aunt. Olivia, don't sit there mooning. Take a look at the afternoon papers. See if there's any more about that Chalfant woman. There was something on the front page, I think. Oh, yes, here it is. It is reported that on the night Mrs. Chalfant disappeared, someone was heard moving mysteriously in the woods and whistling Mighty Like a Rose. Mm. That shows how hard they are up for news. Mighty Like a Rose, indeed. Just rubbish, that's all. Well, here's your Danny boy, Mr. Bramson. All fixed and settled. Mm. I'm wearing the shawl you brought me, Danny. You know, it was very sweet of you. Your own mother's shawl. That's the least I could do. The way you've taken me in, given me a home. I like you, Danny. You're a good boy. 
And now it's time for my afternoon mare. As you are, Mum. I will you in. So, you know, this chair is awful stiff. Must be awful hard work pulling yourself around. I could put it right in a jiffy with a drop of oil now. In here, Danny. This is my room. Huh? Almost went right by. Look, ma'am, I'd, I'd better lift you onto the bed. Then while you're, while you're napping, I can take the chair and have it good as new and half a tick. Be careful now. Oh, don't you worry about your Danny, boy. Oopsie-daisy. Up you come now. There you are. Now, pleasant dreams, sweet repose, half the bed... And all the clothes. <laughs> you, you, you silly boy. <laughs> Get a good sleep, Mum. I'll take the chair right along. Oh, Danny. How's that? You talking to me? I've got something for you. Have you now? Really? It's a price tag, Danny. I took it off your old mother's shawl. You don't like my being here, do you? Doesn't make any difference what I like. I've told you I'm a servant here myself. Well, you're certainly not an ordinary servant, though, are you? No, I suppose not. Well, neither am I. Well, I'll have to fix this chair. You can watch if you like. You know, you're a fair good-looking girl. You'd be pretty if you didn't wear your hair so tight. I'm, I'm quite particular about hair, I am. Aren't I... you forgetting your work? Uh, sorry, Mum. Hmm. That's a lock knot on there. It'd be a bit of a job to get it off. Well, easy does it. Hmm? You say something? No. No, I didn't say anything at all. But, Dora, don't you know anything about him? Not much, Mr. Olivia. Only that he was born in London. He'd been to say and things like that. You might say a bit of a mystery, Mum. Anything else? Well, he thinks he's a bit of all right, if you know what I mean. Yes, that incredible vanity. They always have it. Always. Oh, Mum. Murderers. Murderers? Oh, Mum. Dora, I'm going through his things. Will you help me? Me? Sh sure, Miss Olivia. If you say so. unpacked his bags, Mum. That is strange, Dora. He's had plenty of time. Here's his wallet, though. Anything in it? Nothing much. A couple of snapshots, some bus tickets. Wait, Dora. That snapshot. That's Mrs. Chalfont, the missing woman. There was a picture in the paper today. You don't think that... See if there's another bag under the bed. Mm, no, Mum. Just his hat box, that's all. It... <gasps> what is it, Miss? Dora, you suppose there's something inside it? Why not ask me? Danny. Oh. The old lady wants me to take her for a walk. I came back to get me hat. Could I have my wallet, please? It's the only one I've got. Danny, do you know anything about Mrs. Chalfont's whereabouts? Mrs. who? Don't pretend you've never heard of her. Oh, oh Mrs. Chalfont. thought you said Chalfont swear. <laughs> kind of silly swear about. I couldn't think. You haven't answered me. Well, I, I, I've got nothing to go on, but I think she's been murdered. Who did it? Who killed her? Sorry, miss. The old girl wants her Danny boy. If you'll excuse me now, I'll be running along. Been waiting for you, Danny. I've got to talk to you. As they say in the movies, Mum, I'm charmed. Did you do it? You know, 
You look mighty pretty tonight. Wearing your hair a lot looser, aren't you? You haven't answered again. Look now, suppose I ask a question or two. Why are you so interested in me? Oh, because you don't talk. So I have to guess at what you're thinking. You'd be surprised. Maybe not. Maybe I know. You think so, huh? Yes, you haven't any feeling at all. No feelings? You live in a world of your own. Your own imagination. I don't understand that talk. A bit over me head it is, Mum. You understand me perfectly. Oh, maybe. Maybe not. You, uh, you still think there's been some dirty work, eh? Well, I don't know. Perhaps not. But if she has been killed, the murderer will be caught. What makes you think that? They always are. There's always some mistake they make. And what about the clever ones? The ones who do it and get away with it? The ones who... Someone's at the door. I'll go. Just a moment. Good evening, miss. The name is Belsize. Belsize of the county police. Oh. Uh, sorry to bother you this late. Could I use your phone? Of course. It's right here in the hall. Hello? Hello, get me the county police, will you? Yes, and hurry, please. Thank you. What is it? What's happened? I'd rather not say, miss. It's it's not very pleasant. Hello? Hello, George. This is Belsize. Yes, we found her in the woods right back of the Bramson place. No, not yet, George. We, uh... No, we can't be positive. The head is missing. presented Act One of Night Must Fall, starring Dame May Whitty, Rosemary DeCamp, and James Cagney. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But first, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. If you've ever been tempted to cake your skin with makeup, to cover it over with a mask-like makeup coating, I'd like you to consider what skin specialists have told me. They say skin should never be plastered over. It's dangerous. Corking up the tiny pore openings can cause serious and lasting skin troubles. The surface of your skin may dry out, become rough and flaky. The pore openings may become stretched, coarser, years older looking. To say nothing of little bumps and even ugly blemishes. In short, the very defects such makeup is intended to conceal may actually be multiplied by its use. Isn't it shocking that women take such risks with their creamy skins when they're so unnecessary? I know, and millions of other women know, that Lady Esther face powder will give your skin the smooth, flawless look you want safely, and in bright sunlight as well as artificial light. You see, Lady Esther is a very different face powder, made differently by a new patented process. It's smoother and finer than powder has ever been before, and because of that, it spreads on your skin like a delicate, flattering film of beauty, hiding tiny lines and blemishes. And it clings for four long hours, on some skins even longer. That's why I ask you to try Lady Esther face powder. See for yourself how it instantly makes your skin look younger, smoother. Yes, and gives it all the exciting loveliness you want safely. You'll know why more lovely women now use Lady Esther face powder than any other makeup.
was right. It had been murder, and the head was missing. I couldn't sleep a wink that night, fighting that terrible, overpowering thought. Finally, at three o'clock, I went out to the kitchen to make some tea. I was standing near the stove when I heard, or rather, I should say, I felt someone there. I turned very quickly and... Oh, it, it's you. I, what do you want? I heard a noise. Hey, you making some tea? Yes, I couldn't sleep. Ah, too bad. Is there an extra cup for me? I think so. Be ready in a moment. What? Thanks. Really now, well, what are you doing out here? I told you, I, I couldn't sleep. I was frightened. Uh, well, why, do you, why do you keep on staying in this place? Out in the woods, lonesome, away from everyone. You don't like it, do you? No, I don't, but... I could tell you why you're staying. Because you want adventure, that's why. I don't know what you mean. I, I, yes, you do, yes, you do. You, you want adventure, the kind that's right here now, just us two, in the middle of the night like this. That's never happened to you before, has it? Being alone with a chap like me. Don't. Hmm? You're not scared. You're excited. Your, your eyes are shining. There's a color in your cheeks and, and your heart don't, is beating. I'm frightened. You feel all light, all light like air, don't you? You never knew there was something like this inside of you, did you? And that's why you're staying on in this place, isn't it? Isn't it? Stop it, please. Please. I... The water's boiling over. Oh, yes. I almost forgot. The tea. I, uh, uh, you can pour it yourself. I don't want any. I, I'm going to my room. <laughs> all right. Go on pretending. I can wait for you. I can wait. No, really, no. Your faces were that long all day. You, you look just like an undertaker's assistant. You know, the old lady's beginning to get annoyed. You know that. Now, me, I, I try to stay in good spirits. That's obvious. You've been drinking, haven't you? My aunt will order you off the place. Oh, no, she won't. I've had enough of orders, I have. Why do you think I left the hotel? Orders, orders, orders. Everybody give me orders. Go here, do this, do that. Page boy, page boy, page boy. And just when I think I can take it easy, there's someone nagging, nagging, nagging at me, nagging at me, and screams and screams, and I can't make a stop. Only, only by... Go on. Oh, no. No. You think I'm drunk, don't you? But I'm not. I'm too smart. But not so smart you can sleep at night. What? You couldn't sleep last night. There was something that was keeping you awake. Just a little thing. A box. But it's rather heavy. Don't say it. Don't even try to say it. Who's that? Take it easy, take it easy. Anybody that's there, I'll handle them. Hello, Danny. How's things? Oh, oh, fine, Mr. Belsize. Come in. Well, we haven't scared you all out of the house yet, I see. Oh, not a chance, sir, not a chance. Any, uh, any clue to the murderer yet? No, not yet. Oh. Pretty clever chap, all right. You don't say. Oh, Absolutely. Well, he's got himself more publicity than a movie star. Say, that is on the clever side. Anyone who can make his name like that and not be caught, and the, and the police not even know who he is. Oh, Danny. Yes? Uh, just one thing, Danny. Matter of form. If you don't mind, I'll have a quick look through your room, huh? Nothing in these bags of yours, Danny's. Only the hat box left, I guess. Hmm. Seems to be locked. You got the key? It isn't mine. Not yours? Well, whose is it, then? I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. If it isn't it's yours... It's mine. Miss Olivia. May I have it, please? It's got all my letters in it. But if, if it's yours, Miss, 
What's it doing in here? Oh, well, we used this for a storeroom before Danny moved in. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, here it is, Miss. I wouldn't want to be prying through all your letters. <laughs> well, goodbye, Danny. Hey, keep me posted if anything turns up, huh? I, I will, Mr. Belsize, I will. I don't know why I did it, Danny. I don't know why. I do. If you don't mind, I'll take that hat box now. I don't care what the old lady says, Miss Olivia. She can't make me stay in this awful house after dark. I'm going into the village and stay with me folks. My aunt wouldn't like to be left here alone. Oh, but she won't be alone, Mum. You'll be here. No, I won't, Dora. I'm going in with you. Gone. She's gone. They're all gone. Only she knows too much now. Suppose she talks. Suppose Belsize comes back. Huh. Got to do it, I guess. Got to do it. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. Olivia! Olivia! Drat that girl. Never around and I need her. Dora! Dora! That's another one I'll have to talk to. Danny! Danny, where are you? There's no one here. They've gone. They've all gone and left me. I'm all alone. I'm all alone. I'm going to be murdered. I'm going to be... Danny! Danny, where are you? Where are you? Danny, where... What's that? There's someone outside. There's someone outside. What shall I do? Oh, Lord... Oh, Lord, forgive us our trespasses. I... Danny! Oh, Danny! Oh, 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 Danny! It's you! Oh, Danny! Oh, oh, believe when I saw your face. Oh, Danny, dear. Oh, you're the only one I can trust. Danny, you're the only one who can... Danny, that song. Why'd you whistle it, Danny? Why do you look at me like that? Say something. Say something. In the name of God. Daddy. Daddy, what is it? Daddy. 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 Well, it's done now. Just got to burn the house, that's all. Won't be nothing left to show, nothing to... What's that? What? Well, what is it? What is it? Say something, I... Oh. Oh. Oh, it's you. What have you come back for? You've killed her. You've killed her, haven't you? Suppose I have. That's why I came back. I had to find out. I had to find you out. No, no. That isn't why. You came back here for me. To be alone with me. Just like the other night. Didn't you? Didn't you? I thought I wanted to. I didn't know what murder was really like. But they'll get you. They'll get you, Danny. Oh, no, not me. I'm too smart. No one will ever know. 
because no living soul will be able to tell any other living soul what happened. You're going to kill me, too. That's right. And you're scared. No, not anymore. Because it could have been worse. I might never have found out what you're really like. You're mad. You're mad and horrible. And I almost... I almost... Someone's there. They've been watching. They can't watch me. They can't. I'm the one that watches. Anyone in there? It's me, Mr. Belsize. They've been watching from behind the tree. A hundred eyes behind each tree. Eyes. Eyes. Hundreds of them. Hello Thousands. in there. Hello. Anyone it's up? Mr. Belsize, we ought to... Don't say a word. Don't say a word. Not a single word. What's going on? What are you two doing in here? Oh, nothing, sir. Nothing. Just having a talk before going to bed. Well, why didn't you answer? Didn't you hear me call? Mr. Belsize, my, my aunt... Steady I... now, miss. Oh, she's, she's been imagining all kinds of things. Bit on the balmy side, I think. Is that so? Then let me see your hands. What? My hands? Why, sure. There's nothing in my hands. Nothing but a... Only a pair of handcuffs, that's all. Huh. I'm caught... I'm caught. I tried to phone here before, just a routine check. They told me the wires had been cut. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. 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 I'm sorry you had to see this, Miss Olivia. I'm leaving two men to watch the house in the corner where we're coming out. You'll be safe here till morning. Coming, Danny? Who? Who, me? Sure. Sure. You know, it's funny. I'd like something now I never wanted before. A long walk. All by myself. And just when I can't have it. That's contrary, isn't it? What? I'm not through yet. I'll give them their money's worth at a trial. Let's go, Danny. Certainly, sir. Let's go. Thank you, James Cagney, Dame May Whitty, and Rosemary DeCamp for one of the most thrilling performances we have ever had. And our thanks, too, to Emlyn Williams, the author. Well, speaking for myself, Mr. Bradley, any girl would welcome a chance to play a role like Olivia. And speaking for all of us, any actor considers it a privilege to be with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players because it's these radio shows that support the Motion Picture Relief Fund and its wonderful work, The Country House and Clinic. And now, before we tell you about next week's show, a word from one of America's foremost beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Mr. Camp. Ladies, I'd like to remind you again how careful you must be what makeup you use. Don't forget what skin specialists have told me. Makeup that cakes the skin with a heavy mask-like coating can cause a lot of serious skin trouble. It may dry out the skin, make it look rough and flaky. 
It may cork up the tiny pore openings with material even washing and creaming won't remove. It may coarsen and age the appearance of the skin, even encourage ugly blemishes. Just remember, you can achieve a far lovelier appearance without all these dangers when you use Lady Esther face powder. It's the finest, most flattering makeup you can possibly find. It leaves your skin with a smooth, flawless film of beauty that hides tiny lines and blemishes safely and clings for fully four hours. So if you want to look exciting and lovely, without danger, without risk to your skin, if you want to look as attractive close up as you do at a distance, I do hope you'll try my Lady Esther face powder. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present The Good Fairy. It will star Jean Lockhart, Frederick March, and Deanna Durbin. Be sure to listen, will you? James Cagney will soon be starred in his next picture, Blood on the Sun, a William Cagney production. Dame May Whitty can currently be seen in the Metro-Golden-Mayer production, The White Cliffs of Dover. Rosemary DeCamp is soon to be seen in the Universal production, the Mary Monahans. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. To try Lady Esther four-purpose face cream, just get the smallest size jar. Later, you can get the economical large jar and keep refilling the small one for convenience. This is Truman Bradley, speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night, everyone. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.